Welcome to Kyla's Q&A. I'm Justin Myrick, and recently my son Drake said I need new intro music. So let's do this. Hey Dad, how about some college questions? Let's hear them. Let's hear them. All right, we are rolling with our latest episode of College Questions. Thank you so much for listening in. I'm excited to tackle today's question. How do I share the gospel with others? This is a great question. This is a biblical question. We see Jesus. We see uh, so much of these words of testifying and, and just letting other people know the good news of Jesus. So this is a great question for us to explore I'm excited to get into it. I'm also excited about our guest today, my good friend. Uh, we actually go back to the early 2000s in Arkadelphia, Arkansas, where I was playing football at Washtenaw Baptist, and this man was playing basketball for Henderson State, and we connected through Jesus and through Bible study. So grateful for him. He is the BCM minister in Pine Bluff, and we're so grateful to have him on the show today and hear his wisdom on this subject. So please welcome to the podcast, my good friend, Tavares Uzigui. Hey, brother Justin Myrick, my brother that we go way back, man. We go way black, I like to say. But uh, <laughs> yeah, man, I'm, I'm happy to be here, man. I, I'm, I'm just thrilled to death that somebody want to hear, hear about uh, how to how to share the gospel. So I'm, yes, man. I'm grateful. Well, I, I still remember, man, you may not know this, but one of the coolest blessings to me in college was I think it was when I finished my last year of football. Okay. And it was that would have been spring of 2002. And you invited me to come over, and it was like I feel like it was eleven o'clock at night to okay. midnight. It was something crazy. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you you may not remember. Go ahead, go ahead. keep going. I, I can. And you invited me to come play one on one with you in the in the gym in the in the Henderson okay. State gym, and we playing on the court. Oh, man. I remember that. Oh man, you schooled me so bad. <laughs> but I had some. I think we played for like two hours. Okay. Just one on one, just straight exhausted yeah. and i had so you destroyed me you had you just playing with me but it was so i had so much fun that was so cool man i'll, I'll always that was a really cool memory for me i, I think i remember that man I, I think i was trying to maybe i was i don't know maybe i was just i needed to be with my brother yeah, that was good well i, I appreciate it. i don't know what inspired it but it was awesome man well man t tell me what what comes to your mind you know when you hear that word how mm -hmm. do i share the gospel with others right you know, what's the first thing that would come to your mind if someone's asking you that question? You know, what do you yeah. tell them? Well, I try to be sensitive because I know it's a lot of fear involved when it comes to engaging people, mm -hmm. especially, uh, you know, in our country where, you know, people just kind of want to don't want to be bothered. It seems like people don't want to be bothered. And so mm -hmm. I try to be sensitive. I know it's, it's a scary subject and everybody has different giftings. But I do know that the Bible says that everyone needs to do the work of evangelists. And so uh, and so we can learn from each other, different strengths, different, you know, um, so I try to be sensitive, but but then again, you know, I, I try to take scripture into consideration when it says, "Man, we uh, we are new creations." Mm. You know, uh, this is what we do, right? Mm. This is just who we are. You know, we we we're supposed to send the message of the gospel, and uh, so and 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 what it is is that I think we need to understand that that all of us need to be trained in this. You know, if we're gonna do it, it's, it's effective because I one of the things I somebody gave me some good wisdom on is that training decreases anxiety mm. and raises creativity mm. i you like know? that so yeah now when were you first uh you know challenged to do this in your life 
Well, I'll be honest with you, man. Uh, you, you know Mark Powell Freeman. Yes, sir. Uh, we both are, you know, products of Mark Powell Freeman. You know, he 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 challenged me when I got to college. He okay. said um, he was going around sharing the gospel with people on campus, and I was like, I never seen this. So he comes up to me in the dorm, and he says, "Hey, uh, what's your name?" And we we have small talk, and he says, "T, uh, if God is your root, where's your fruit?" Mm-hmm. I'm like, "What do you mean fruit?" I went to church. I, I go to church and read my mm-hmm. Bible, you know, and he said, yeah, that's, that's good. But, you know, who are you reaching? Who are you reaching with this? If, mm-hmm. if you've been impacted by this, who are you reaching? And I was just like, man, I've never been challenged like that before. Mm-hmm. So he started taking me places with him. And, man, I, I would be so embarrassed when I, to go places with Mark Brown Freeman because <laughs> he'll start sharing with somebody and I'll just be wanting to hide and crawl in a hole. You know what I'm saying? That's so funny. <laughs> Uh, it's so, so true that I, I experienced the same okay. thing, which, you know, what's funny is when you said earlier about training, how did you say that, that it lessens the anxiety? Yeah. Increases in, uh, Incre- creativity. I agree with that, man. Right. Cause I, I went through some of that too. It was like, man, I did not, I'm laughing. Cause like I yeah. experienced the same thing. I'm like, but what's cool about it now is now, man, I'm at a place where because of that, I think that instilled in me a freedom to just have those conversations. That's right. And to realize it's it's really only as awkward as you make it, right? Like it's it, true. It, it, it right. really is. Like I, right. and we can talk to anybody. I've got so much in common with anybody on the face of the earth. Yeah, exactly. Anybody. Wow, that's good. You know, I mean, there is nothing. That's right. I mean, I, I sometimes I think Christians feel like they don't like. No, we got a lot in common with the non-believer. Right. I mean, we can go like right. Like I mean, as simple as exactly. both made in the image of God. That's right. Both struggle with sin. Absolutely. I mean, we keep going, right? So absolutely. That I love what you said, man. That's really good. So. You know, what are you doing? Like, so you, you, you got exposed to that in college, right? Um, you, and then you said, mentioned train, like what were some things you did as far as, uh, just during college and after to feel right. like you, the training, what kind of training did you do for evangelism? Well, here's what I did. Um, first of all, I think you look at the woman at the well, she had no training, hmm. but she reached a whole village. The demoniac mm-hmm. God told him, Hey, I, I'm not going to allow you to go with me, but I want you to go into all of the cabinets and tell people what the the Lord has done for you. Mm. So I think it starts, I think it starts there, but I think one of the ways I think we need to learn how to engage people is how Jesus did. So, um, Jesus, he, in the story of the rich young ruler, you notice when Jesus, uh, had an encounter with this guy, mm. he, he did a thing I created called the saint method. When you engage people, it's, it's, it's called the saint method. All right. So, so notice when Jesus engaged this rich young ruler guy, he, he started a conversation, I, I, and just if you just take the acronym Saint, okay. He has started the conversation, okay. And you can do that by anything, like you said. We all have common. What you just say? That was a really good statement right uh, there. Just well, we've got. There's we have a lot more in common with. We have a lot yeah. in common with everybody, uh, whether we know it or not. There's just so much thing, so much, so much common ground. So I try to find some type of common ground. I don't care how different we are. I try to find some type of common ground. Okay. I start the conversation with a high or, you know football or weather, something like that, just to get the conversation started. Okay. And then the other thing I moved to is asking questions. A is ask questions. Mm. So and it's something about asking questions that people love to talk about themselves. Mm. And so if I can get people just to talk about what they're interested in, they'll go for days. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like they'll good. go they'll go for hours because most people are not interested in listening, but are more right. interested in telling. And Jesus did you're right, he asked a lot of questions. Asked a lot like, of that's questions. a great observation. Yeah. All right. So he he asked questions to get people thinking about their worldview or what they believe. And uh, so I'll just keep it at a small talk, but then I'll do something. I, I'll go to the I where I initiate the switch. 
I initiate the switch okay. from a normal, regular conversation to a spiritual conversation. And that can be, hey, um, you know, do you believe in life after death? Or do you believe mm. in God? Or what do you think happens to a person when they die? Mm. Or I do a trick. I, I like to do tricks. And I say, hey, who do you think is the biggest deceiver in the whole world? Mm. Or what is the biggest thing you think uh, What's the biggest way you think you can be deceived? And, and normally I'll, I'll get to the point where I say the biggest thing you can be deceived about is that you actually think you're on your way to heaven and you find out when you die. And I let them finish the sentence. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I said, would you like a way to understand if you're actually on your way to the kingdom? Mm. And all of a sudden, man, it raises their like, level of like, like, man, I'm, I'm interested in this. Like, wow, mm. I never thought about mm. that. I don't want to be deceived, right? So that's now we're in a spiritual conversation. When we initiate the switch, we're in a spiritual conversation. But at some point you gotta get you gotta nail with the law. Mm-hmm. You gotta get with the you gotta get to the law. Mm-hmm. Notice Jesus used the commandments. Mm-hmm. You should not lie or you should not commit adultery, right? So I'll ask people questions like, you know, um, I'm not judging you in any way. Have you ever heard the way of the master? I kinda use yeah. that method. Yeah. And I'll go through the commandments just to show people their mm-hmm. need. And I, and I like to use like uh, the illustration where I had a buddy named Scott Fletcher. He walks into the hospital, he walks by this doctor, and this doctor says, I think you have a terminally ill you're gonna you seem you have a rare cancer and you're gonna die and scott was just unconvinced until the doctor pulled out his medical book and showed scott here's the symptoms and And scott recognized he was gonna die so i think you get to the law because that's this is where people do the worst job in evangelism they graze over sin Mm. and if you don't talk about sin the holy spirit can't move right if you Mm. don't get to the sin people don't they think that they're vindicated so i got to get to the nail with the law part to show people their need that they're they're hopeless apart from that, right? Mm-hmm. And then then once they realize that they're in trouble and there's no way out, then T is I turn to the cross. Mm. And, I, and I'll just give them illustrations. And so that's kind of my method I use always. No, that's awesome, man. <laughs> when did you pick that up? The Saint? Man, I was in a co- conference okay. and I had to do an evangelism training. And I was just like, man, how can, I, how can I put this in a package so students can get it? And I just said, God, can you help me understand how to put this in a package? And God gave me that Come an hour, on. an hour before Come on. I went up and taught it. So this is a Tavares Uzigui special right here? <laughs> I guess so, man. Come I, stole, on, man. I just stole it from Jesus, man. That's awesome, man. No, I like it, man. That's so good. Yeah. I think it's so practical. Right. Um, you know, was S start a conversation? Is that S right? Start just a conversation. Start, that, just find so, some kind of common ground. Well, I like it because it just walks through, man, just the simplicity of, of like you mentioned, the woman at the well. Mm-hmm. it starts like just you, you gotta you gotta do that right right and then but i love how you're like all right now what, where do i go from here and right asking questions just asking questions because people oh, don't care what man. you know until they know that you care that's exactly yeah. right man and right i think there's so much wisdom in and even man you know those are really good that's really cool man i you yeah. have mentioned that to me before i didn't realize that was something god helped you kind of just kind of have ownership yeah, man. Of. Dude, that's awesome yeah man that's what i teach when well, i teach students I'll, that's I'll really that. cool man well, how about that what are um for you man are there some you know what have been some highlights you know i know i see your facebook videos right you know it's always encouraging to me and inspires me when i see those i'm like man t's out there (laughs) doing his thing this is so cool i'm so glad he's he's doing this and i think you know it's not probably i know it's not just me it's others too who are Mm -hmm. inspired to want to be faithful to do that, man. And tell right. us, have there been some, you know, stories and that, that have really stood out to you? Yeah, man, hey, man. I, I tell people this, if, if you want if you want to harvest, you have to plow the field and scatter the seed. Mm. You can't expect to harvest. If you're not out scattering seed and plowing the field. Mm. And so people want this, these, these, they want to see God do amazing things, but they're not really to actually put 
what they believe to the to the test. People mm. stay really safe. They want to stay safe, and they only do what they can do in their own strength, and they give credit to God for what God has already kind of. But where do you get to the point where you go? Where can you really test your faith out? Mm. That's the question. Where do you really test it out? You test it out engaging somebody, not knowing what you're going to, not knowing what you're going to encounter. Mm -hmm. That's putting your faith to the test. And, I, and if you really want to grow in your faith, this is one way you put your faith to the test mm. because we're so safe. We, we want to stay so safe. And I, I tell people all the time, uh, God didn't save you for safety. Mm. You have all eternity to be safe. Mm. Right. And so, so when I got to, and, and I'm saying that because I am a coward when it comes to it, because I didn't really, really just take off and start just sharing my faith really, 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 really boldly into uh, God called me out, called me into full-time ministry mm -hmm. at UAPB, and it was three students. It was three students, and one was lost. <laughs> and I said, if this ministry is going to make it, I, I, I got to share my faith. I got to share the gospel. Mm. And I was terrified. I was like, man, this ain't going to work on thugs. <laughs> this ain't going to work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I, I go to my first guy, or first, first couple of students, and I just get I just get spit on almost, you know what I mean? Just like no fruit, no. I'm man. just like, man, this don't work. This, and so I went to one young man. His name was Latravius Hill, and I, I shared a gospel with him. And he said, "Man, can you tell me more about that?" Mm. I said, "You want? You sure? You want to hear more?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, you were. I said, "Man, meet me at the response. BCM." So he brings four of his buddies. Oh wow! He says, "Man, tell him what you just got to telling me." Come on. Two of them get saved, so it's three of them. Oh my goodness! So I was like. What is going on here? So, so, so the next day he says, T, I got three more guys and a girl, two more guys and a girl. I share the gospel with them. The girl gets saved and a, a guy gets saved. So that's five people in less than, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, surely this stuff ain't really like, you know what I'm saying? Maybe I'm just being persuasive or something, mm -hmm. right? So it's not until he, this young man, Latravis Hill, went up, you know, everything that's wrong with Pine Bluff, Arkansas, Latravis Hill was part of it. Mm. All right? So he goes back to his neighbor. He's so changed by the gospel. He goes back to his neighborhood and he he's talking to this guy named, I probably shouldn't give, I'm not going to give his name. Yeah. So he goes up to this guy and says, hey man, I got to tell you about, I got to tell you about God. I got to tell you about Jesus. So this guy that he was with, that he, he this guy that Latravis Hill approached, that was, he was a drug dealer. Yeah. And he was with a young man that was, that he was kind of coaching to be like him. Okay. So Latravis goes up and says, hey man, I want to tell you about this, about this God and like what I, what I, I found. And, and all of a sudden, uh, the, the protege guy that was with, the older guy, he says, man, get out of here with that stuff, man. We don't got time to hear about that, man. We got to make all these deals, man. What's up with this? He get out of here, little young man, with that. So the older guy said, man, give this little young man a chance. And then Trey looked at him and says, man, if you don't want to hear about my Jesus, he's just been saved for three months. You're on the highway to hell. And I'm like, what you say to him, Trey? <laughs> you would not believe it. This dude flashed his pistol at Trey and said, Trey, I'll kill you. No. You know what Trey said? What he said? Trey said, Man, you just do what you're ever going to do. I'm ready to go. He had oh, been saved for three goodness. months. Wow. Three months and he was ready to take a bullet for Jesus. Wow. See, that's what it is. So it was just in his DNA. He mm. says, man, if I receive this, I got to share this. And it don't make no sense to keep it's it to like myself. To I'm, I'm reminded of what you just started the podcast <laughs> with, like new creation. Yes. Like that's that's Don't exactly, make no sense not to. Yeah, man. And so when I seen that, I said, this gospel must be real. Mm. So I started sharing with more students. And I can tell you. Story after story mm. after story of students came to Christ and their life has been radically changed. Wow. Radically changed, man. man. That's just one of like, I, I can't tell you. <laughs> what do you say to the person who, I know part of it and part of it for me, you know, I'm with you, man. I, I still, 
when I feel God's spirit prompting me like, Hey, that person, like right. go, go talk. I get nervous. I start, right. I start wanting to make excuses. So I feel like there's a part of uh, fear and right. part of that fear can be the unknown. We want to say rejection, but I feel like more than anything, it's the unknown of what may happen. That's right. Like we're fearful of, I right. don't know how they're going to respond. Are right. they even open to talking to me? Exactly. What happens when I go spiritual, when I mention the name of Jesus, what's mm-hmm. going to, and I man, how would you, what would you say to the person who it, fear is it? Like, I think I'm, I'm admitting, I right. think that's part of it. I think when we sign up and say, all right, mm-hmm. I'm ready. Yeah. It does, it's not like we, you know, we sign on the dotted line and God says, all right, I'm taking, you know, you don't have to worry about fear anymore. It's like, it's kind of because we still got flesh in us right. and there's still those things we wrestle with. Right. Fear is kind of part of it. So what do yep. you say to to the student who's struggling? They want to do it. They've been in those situations. Right. The Holy Spirit is making it abundantly clear, like, you go yeah. sit with that that person sitting by themselves. I want you to just go introduce yourself. And they're like, ah, that's scary. It's scary. What do you say to them? Again, I try to be sensitive. But then again, um, okay, here's the deal. I think everybody wants the benefits of following Jesus. They mm. just don't want to be like him. Mm. And so one of the things about it I, I want to encourage people is, like, take Jesus at his word. Mm. So he says at the end, he says um, in Matthew, he says, you know, make disciples of all nations, mm-hmm. baptizing them in the name of the Father, and Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things always, though I am with you always. Like, mm. he's He's with us, right? Yeah, and then uh, Paul even prayed and said, God, give me not a spirit of fear, mm. right, I, that I may proclaim this thing boldly. He mm. says, Pray that he may open up an opportunity to engage people with this gospel. Mm. And so what I encourage people is take Jesus at his word. Mm. Uh, you remember when he said, he said this to, uh, he said this to the disciples when he called Peter, James and John, because Peter, James and John, they were fishermen. They were part-time followers of Jesus in, in Luke chapter, Luke chapter five, verse mm. one to 11. They were part-time followers. They hadn't mm. really been in mm. yet. Right. But when he encountered just how holy God is, when he, because Jesus is a king of all fishermen. Mm. Peter just thought he was a man. If I'm, I've been fishing all my life. Mm. But when he encountered the king of all kings of all fishermen that told the fish where to go and made the water that the fish walk in, he told God, he That's told right. Jesus, get away from me. He said, get away from me. I, you, you are not like us. Mm. But then Jesus says, do not be afraid. Mm. From now on, I'm going to make you a fisher of man. Mm. He said, don't be afraid. So good, man. I think God God knows us so well. Yeah. So uh, I was reading with one of my sons last night, and we were reading uh, the story where Moses died, mm-hmm. and then where God's talking to Joshua. Right. And it got our attention that in the first in that first chapter, and we're kind of the torches being passed, so to speak. Yeah. That I think on three separate occasions. I even asked uh, Drake, I said, hey, what, what did you, did you hear what God was telling? And and it, because it was pretty three times, it was kind of easy to catch, but he kept saying, be strong and mm. courageous, you know? And even, and even, I think it at one point even says, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Maybe mm. even you see this in scripture a lot. It, yes. it's like, I love it that God knows us well enough mm. to know that being fearful and afraid is part of what we're going to struggle with. Mm-hmm. So he gives us these really cool yeah. commands and assurances like to your reference in Matthew 28 I will be with you I'll be with you always right and be strong and courageous be right. strong and courageous do not be afraid right and I think that's part of the problem is we expect 
to be able to do something with the absence That's cool. of fear. But what is the cool definition that courage is actually, it's, it's not the absence of it. It's doing something in, in spite of fear, of fear being go, right there at your front door. Absolutely. It's like, I'm going to walk through this door. I'm going to be courageous. I'm scared mm. to death right now. That's right. But I'm going to walk through it. So I think, yeah. you know, that's such a good. And, and I'll give you this illustration really quick. Okay. I don't, don't want to run out of time. No, we're good. But the only way you really trust the Lord is that you can't see in front of you. And you still go right. Mm. For instance, I, I give. Uh, I was at a, a, a camp one time, and they, some of the students challenged me to get up on this forty foot rope course. And you know, black folks don't scare them. <laughs> I can't. I can't get on top of my cabin and get a <laughs> box of cereal. We scared of heights, right? So I get up on this forty foot rope course, and three of the bands hold a thousand pounds. So one band holds a thousand pounds. So All I had right. no chance of falling off. All right. So I'm getting halfway with a partner. I'm trying not to fall You're off. You're 40 feet up in the air. 40 feet in the air. And I'm trying not to trust the ropes. I am trying literally. It's a high rope course. Is that yes. what you're doing? And I don't want to take any chance on the ropes. I'm trying to I'm trying to keep myself from falling off these ropes the whole entire time. And my muscles were tense. I was sweating. I was scared. Right? But guess what happened? What happened? I fell off the ropes. Did you? My partner was falling off. He pulls me down. Oh, and man. I fall off the ropes. And you know what happens? You got caught. The rope yeah. catch me. Yep. But I had more faith in the ropes yep. after I fell. Man. Then the first whole time. fall though. The first fall oh, was man. just terrifying. You thought you was gonna die. I was gone, but the, the I finished the ropes course without not a single bit of fear because the nice. ropes are gonna catch me. If you think about that, that's good. Most people never get on the ropes course of sharing the gospel. That's good. And so they never take it. They never fall. And you never gotta get be willing to, to you go gotta, through this. You gotta stuff. go, man. You know that's a great <laughs> observation. I think yep. in life. And with following God, it probably is not just evangelism. I think there are moments where we're going to feel fear. Yes. And that, that should not be an indicator to run the other way. It may be. That may be. It right? may be. Yeah. But to our point, I, I think that it can't be our default. It ha There has to be a thought process of, okay, I'm feeling fear right now, but maybe I'm meant to just go through there this go. anyway. Mm. To your point. I think that's so good because once you do. And I, you know, I've experienced that, man. I still get a little scared, oh, a little too, anxious. Man. Me too. But it's easier for me to walk through that door. Yeah. Because I trust the process and I've, I've, I've been there to see the rope catch me. That's right. And I've learned, practically speaking, for this conversation, people are really open. And when they oh, realize man. you sincerely care and you just want to ask questions and Absolutely. you're not just asking because you, you really want to know. That's right. I've learned that, he, man, I've talked with people who disagree with me on a vast array of right. topics right and we have a great conversation and yeah. we end friendly because people are open and i they think are. and i think there is a longing of people that we do desire to talk about and figure out things that are beyond the here and now right right beyond just surface level what i see mm -hmm. what i can feel what i can touch what i can hear right like they they understand you know kind of what god has put in in us that there's something beyond that's right this world and so Man, that's awesome. Well, man, I, yeah. I'd love for you to, you, you reference two stories. Is it all right if I ask you? I would love to hear more about those. Yeah. When we talked on the phone last week. Yeah. Tell, tell me about, you had a, uh, yeah. Yep. Some stories go down. I'd love to hear those. Yeah. Uh, I tell you, one of the things that really gets to me is the passage in um, Ezekiel chapter 33. Okay. And it, and it basically talks about how, like, we are the watchmen. Mm. We sound the trumpet. When they see, we see danger coming. We must sound a trumpet mm. uh, because if we don't, the Bible says the blood will be on our hands. Mm. We he, we see danger come. We see death coming for people all the time. And we don't if we don't let them know that hell is real and it's coming for them. But there's a way out through Jesus. Then the Bible says the blood will be on our hands. And I really never did understand that passage. Mm. I didn't I don't understand. I didn't understand that mm. until 
I engaged uh, a young man about 11 months ago. His name was, I mean, I, I, it's out anyway. His name yeah. was Raheem, basketball okay. player, 28 year old uh, young man, still playing pro pro ball, working for I think he was working for some kind of um, technology company. Okay. Young, I mean, unbelievable young man. Um, and so I, I decided that if I'm going to go, even if I, in my fun time, I'm still going to try to engage people with the gospel. That's that's fun to me, you know? Yeah. Um, even though it's a risk. So I engaged this young man. Uh, and, man, he, this guy professed faith. Like, he he prayed right there on my right there on my inter- interview. Wow. And I couldn't believe it. I was like, man, this, I can't. It's, he's one of the only guys that I've shared with. I probably shared with 100-some guys. And this is the only guy that gave his heart to Jesus. Oh, my goodness. And so uh, so I was rejoicing. 11 months later, just it was probably a couple weeks ago, I get a call. I get a, I see on a, a Facebook post that he had, had a heart attack and he had died. Man, that's crazy. And I said to myself, I was like, and I just started weeping. Dude, I could not stop crying. Years 28 years old, heart attack. And I was crying, man, man, because I recognized, like, it was already hard watching this guy that I watched, looked at his eyes and shared the gospel with him. It was already hard. But what mm. if I never engaged him with the gospel? Mm. You talking about blood being on my hands? Mm. I can feel the weight of that now. Mm. I, f- I understand that passage, that I had the answer, mm. and I didn't give it. So that wasn't the only thing that happened. The, so... I shared the gospel with a young man about five weeks ago, and his name is Ethan Trugas. Skateboarding, I went to the park, took my kids to the park. I'm sharing the gospel with, I shared the gospel with this young man. He was, I was a little nervous because he looked like a kid that just didn't want anything to do with anything mm. skate on the skateboard. And I recognized when I engaged the kid, man, he 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 was 18 year old. He had a situation where he said, "Man, I'm this 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 is this you put me in a tough position. Like mm. I I know I need this. I'm just not necessarily ready mm. yet." But, said, he, but that was but he was open he was listening. he was open he was mm-hmm. listening and man he was engaged and then i get a i get a call like i say um that his that he had been in a motorcycle accident and what it ended up happening was this uh my sunday school teacher my kid's sunday school teacher has sent a hot water heater man to his mom's house and when he came to check what the hot water meter, meter man had done he sent a hot water heater man in his van on his way where the hot water meter man ran in front of this kid and the kid ducked I mean Ethan he had to duck and dodge the van and that's when he flipped off his bike and my kid's Sunday school teacher came behind him and administered first aid to this kid 45 minutes before he died oh my gosh man and so it's like it's this is this is not really a game like Mm. this is real people are dying every single day and we do not Mm. know the last breath people are gonna take, and so we mm-hmm. need to be intentional. Oh, the blood really can legitimately be mm-hmm. on our hands. What's uh, man, for you, like, man, that's some heavy stuff. Yeah, man, it is right heavy, there. man. I uh, I went to his funeral too to man. watch his body laying in that casket, mm-hmm. not knowing if this kid was in hell or maybe made a profession before. You. I don't that's know. Right. Yeah. But his dad and mom just grabbed me and said, oh, "Man, thank you for man. sharing this with my with my baby boy mm-hmm. at the funeral, man." So that was really hard to see, man. You know, I think, but I think that shows I've had moments where even if you're sharing with someone mm-hmm. and you get to the point where you get to tell them about who Jesus was and what right. he did, and then they can make a decision what they want to do with right. that. Even for people who've said, man, I'm not ready for this right now. Right. I have noticed that, mm-hmm. man, like, thank you for talking to me about Absolutely. this. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I don't know if that's cultural. You know, I, I'm sure it's different in different parts of the world. Right. But I still think, I mean, just knowing that God made everyone, that there's 
Yeah. There's that spiritual longing and those spiritual questions that people want answers to. Right. And ha- even if they disagree with you, I think they there's an, a, a thankfulness of someone who's willing to have that conversation because very few people are. That's exactly right. I mean, yeah. man, very few people are. Less than 2%, man, of people in America that, that call ourselves Christians share their faith on a regular basis, man. And I, yeah. And even, and that's that's me sometimes. Yeah. So I'm not. For sure. Oh, yeah. no, I'm with you, man. Oh, you know, I'm always, I skip a lot of people. Cause I'm scared. So. Yeah. Well, man, um, man, that's crazy. I, uh, I wanted to ask you just as far as, um, you know, for people listening and, and hearing these stories and going, okay, I know I'm going to be fearful, but I also see the weight of, I'm only here for a short time and people, right. you know, we're all life is fleeting. I right. Mean, here's a story of two young men who passed away in their twenties. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I want, I don't want this friend or this family member. I want to share with them. Right. You know, what's the step? What's the first step in that? Yeah. Yeah. So if you've already kind of been in a relationship with that person, Mm -hmm. uh, one of the things I would encourage you to do is say, you know what, backtrack a little bit, say, you know what? I never really got a chance to really know, you know, you, Mm. do you mind if I just, you know, and I know I've been a Christian, you know, I mean, they they know you've been a Christian, you've been a Christian, man, I've never really. I've been really fearful and just asking you about yourself. Mm. Could you could you give me an opportunity? Man, I take you out to lunch. I just need to I need to I need I'm growing in this area. Like mm. let them know like let them know man, I'm struggling mm. in this area. Mm. Especially if it's a close friend. I'm mm. struggling. I I've been needing to share this with you, but I've been I've been a, a coward. Just be straight up. Mm. And just say, "Hey, do you mind if I take you out to lunch and just hear your story and then let you hear a little bit more of my story and then let me attempt to just try to share with you the story of Christ just setting it up like that man well and that's good because you're right we've kind of got to when it comes to evangelism there's there's people you know Uh and then people you don't know right Right. so like I referenced earlier like walking to a calf and Uh you know God just kind of prompting you to go sit with somebody and that kind of thing but then there's also the people you have which in some ways I don't know about for you I feel like sometimes it's harder for me for the people I know the, the best yes and I don't know why that is yep you would think it'd be the opposite. It's like, right. you know them. Why can't you just talk to them about it? Why is that, by the way? It's like the people yeah. we don't know, it's still scary, but it's like, I, I'm going to talk to. But the people I do know yeah. that are my genuine friends or family, right? why is that such a challenge, yeah. T? Yeah, why man. is that hard? I, I don't mean, know. I think it's a prophet, man. A prophet is out honoring your hometown. You know mm. me. I smoke weed with you, mm. right? We stole together. Or we, we, you know, we was looking at dirty magazines together. They like, be- they know you. You know mm. what I'm saying? And so that are the hardest people to reach. But I think one of the ways you walk more closely with Jesus, because here's what I love about heirs of 7 and 9. I'm sorry, 7 and 10. Heirs of 7 and 10. The Bible says heirs of set his heart to study God's law, mm. to obey it, and teach it. Mm. See, the one of the reasons why I feel like we don't put our faith out there is because we know we can't live up and won't live up to it. Mm. So we don't want to take a chance on, yeah. you know what, let me just let them see me for me. Like, let me, yeah. but I don't want to bring Jesus in this because I don't want to mess his name up. No, mm. that gives accountability in your life to step up and live for Jesus because that's the only reason why you're here. Mm-hmm. You got, you know what I'm saying? Like, for instance, if you think about it, just think about it. The only thing you're not going to be able to do is make disciples and reach people for Jesus when you get to heaven. Mm. God, if he would have, he could have, he should have just took, if when you're saved, he should have just took you out of mm. here. If it was all it was, mm. you're only here to do what? Reach yeah. people for Jesus. That's yeah. the only reason why you left. Yeah. That's good, man. Well, and I, I think, you know, it's, I, I think about uh, there's going to be fear in all of it. Yeah. Um, but I do feel like for if it's if it's family members, I love how you said to just step back and be willing to say, look, 
here's something that's been on my mind. Yep. I've wanted to talk to you about it. Right. I feel like that's going to be well received. I yeah. mean, even if they disagree with even you, they, yeah. they're going to hear you out. You've they're earned that you with out. them. Yeah. I also like how I think, I know I've thought about this in, in our life. We think that if someone knows something about us, to your point of like, right. they don't know anything about me, that it's going to somehow hinder. <laughs> but, you know, remember when we talk about personal testimonies? Right. And people will talk about like, oh, this person's testimony is so powerful, which, okay, yeah, maybe it right. is. But they say it in such a way that where they act like their own testimony is like weak or exactly. like not. And I'm like, hold up. <laughs> if the main point of a testimony is Jesus. That's right. Then there's no such thing as a bad or weak testimony. Yeah. It's all about Jesus, which means you exactly. got a powerful testimony That's just right. as the same, but because it's all about Jesus. Right. The circumstances were different, but the way that, that he bridged the gap between you and God is, is powerful in both settings. Man. So yeah, I feel like, you know, we can have confidence in that. Yeah. And trust that. Right. You know, and uh, I just, I laugh about that because I feel like, you know, <laughs> we do think about when talking with family and friends, maybe that is the thing that, yeah. that often holds us back is that we know that they've seen us right. lose our cool the other day That's right. or struggle with this sin. But yeah, Man, I feel yeah. like if we're honest about that, I think I think we can be help people understand the beauty of who Jesus is and the ongoing work That's of the right. gospel. When when we're honest enough about to say, look, you remember how you saw me do this the other day? There you go. Let me tell you why, how God is working on me, and what That's I'm right. thankful for through that. That's right. Like we can't be scared of, no, of exposing our sin. It's like I guess what I'm saying is I feel like part of us feels like we can't let others know about our sin. That's right. That's right. Whether it's believers or not believers, we have this thing about us that feel like we're supposed to have it all together. Right. But one, to my point earlier, yeah, the reason why I can always be common with anybody, I got struggles just like they do. Exactly. I mean, and they may look different, but I'm telling you right now, I've learned one thing in this world, man. We all got issues and we all got struggles. Oh man, and we That's all right, got bro. things we're hoping to overcome, regardless of what people believe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. I don't care if it's an atheist. Yeah. Muslim. I'm talking to everybody's got their things they're working through. That's and right. We may have a different perspective. Mm-hmm. And and different belief system that's driving that, but I'm telling you, it's there. Right. So right. I think that humility helps you understand that I can come alongside this person. Right. We can have that conversation, and even if if it's someone I don't know. Right. Okay, but if it's someone I do know, and they're going to bring that stuff up, that's right. best case scenario. I'm exactly. good with that. Yeah. Because let me tell you, let me tell you how <laughs> Jesus paid for that. That's right. Let me show show you what He's doing in my life since then. Right. And how He's working on me in this area. Right. Yeah. Right. And you yeah. know, I, I think I just want to encourage our listeners. Like we can't, yeah, you know, cause that's, that's a real thing. Yeah. I get it. And let me encourage the listeners this too. I legitimately had a student, uh, that brought in a Muslim, no, I'm sorry. Uh, um, what's it by Mo- book of Mormon oh, into yeah, our yeah. BCM. He was okay. a freshman. And, uh, he started, we start. he started understanding the gospel. but wasn't all in yet. And I think he was kind of still wanting mm-hmm. his life and lifestyle and, and so he got so involved in listening to the gospel, even though he had never accepted it. No, none of us knew he had not accepted the gospel yet. He hadn't really internalized the gospel yet. And so we taught him in the first two weeks how to share the gospel, even though he wasn't a believer. <laughs> yeah. All right. So so freshmen come in. So he shares the gospel with two guys. Now, this guy's not a believer. He leads two guys to Christ. He leads two guys to Christ. And he was not even a believer yet. 
He just shared the message. Yep, he and these two guys came, gave their life to Jesus. This guy wasn't even a believer sharing the message, <laughs> which tells you that the gospel don't, God don't need you. Yeah, he doesn't yep. need, the gospel is more powerful than you. That's even right. You know what I'm saying? And so he passed it along. And just think about how Paul felt when he came to Christ and how people were saying to himself, like, man, this dude was once persecuted in person he's trying to preach for now. Yeah, I know. You know, so yeah, man. L- uh, let me ask you this. Yeah. On the back, before when you think of me and you as college students, uh-huh. when you had Powell Freeman trying to take us to sh- like, I remember when it was the day we were supposed to share the gospel. Like, I di- I just didn't want to show up that day. I was like, man, I ain't going today. I don't want to do this. <laughs> right. This is embarrassing. I was the, all there to go to where I feel like at some point, right? I don't know about you, but is it not fun? Like honestly, like oh, engaging yeah, in those conversations. Oh man! And how much fun is it to have man. these? Co- I'm, I'm serious. Like. Do you have fun I sharing the gospel? Because it's I sense, scary, but I enjoy. It. I sense that I sense that you have fun. Yeah, with that, I do. Is that a? Song yeah, it's, yeah, it's a, we good. <laughs> I just need to pause that. That's good. Oh yeah, I have. I really do enjoy it, man. I really enjoy it because just because people are interesting. Learning about people's lives are interesting, mm. and when you really want to learn about people's lives, man, that what's make it enjoyable because I can because you know what? I learn so much from sharing with people. They teach me so much. I think mm. they I think I'm going to them and teach them something, but I'm always learn learning so them, much from people. You? Yeah, brother. And regardless of what they decide. Yeah. Exactly. Well, right. man, I just I I've seen that in you. I feel like from your videos you have fun with it, and I feel like I've caught me telling my kids this um Life is always better when you obey. Oh my goodness! Like I'll oh, tell my kid, I said that is so good. I'll say it ain't always easier, but it's always better. Oh man! And there's so many commands and just examples of scripture of not what we have to do. We don't have to share the gospel. Mm. We get to we get share to, the there gospel. You go, bro. There and when you go. we when we take part of that and we do this thing, we get to do. Yep. It's fun. Oh, it is, dude. Man. I love having conversations on it. Dude, one of my favorite memories. Okay, can I? Sh- I got it. Come on, this now. story. It's a young man. He won't care if I share it. His name's JT. Come on. We meet at the bell tower out here, and I and I did the. I probably skipped the S and the A, and I every That's now and right. then I'll every now and then T. Forgive me. I'll just jump straight to the I, and Let's I'll ju- I just lead out. I'll be like, hey, man, crazy question. <laughs> <laughs> I've been getting to that, too. That's good. What, what That's percentage okay. chance do you have of going to heaven? Come on now. Right? And this young man was like, and you know, and like nine times out of ten, we get in a great conversation. And and then we'll go back, and I will, yeah. I'll will i kind of backtrack. I'll do the yeah. S and the A later. Yeah, you so, go. my bad. That's all. Ain't no but, way. Hey, hey. But it, hey, it's like that statement. The the best evangelism is the one that you do, right? Like, there thank you. Go. you. Like, like, it ain't. There you go. Dude, dude, just do it. Just like, do just, it. Who cares what? Yeah. Just that's that's the best. That's evan- more the, ideal way, the, but the, yeah. the method, the best yeah. evangelism method, is the one when that you, you actually do. Come on. But anyway, so I'm asking this guy, what percent chance? He says, I don't know. It's like eighty five percent, right? Okay. And there's a little walkway out there, and so long story short, I love going to Romans six twenty three. Mm-hmm. It paints such a beautiful picture. Oh yeah, man. Right. So I put. He goes to one side. I go to the other. Right. Okay. And I'm like, all right, if, if, if this is the, the road is the sin that's separating us. So if God's over here, I didn't say I'm God. I said, if God's over here, right. Yeah, I got you. And you're over there. Right. You know, we told, we talked about sin we talked about all this stuff. Right. And man, the craziest thing happened when I asked him like, Hey man, what side of the bridge are you on? Okay. 
And what, what this young man's story was, he had made a decision to accept Christ. Okay. He had accepted the gift, but there were things in his life. I've always found that people, if they say something other than a hundred percent, regardless of what that number is, okay, it's always something they're doing or not doing. That's, that's got that number in their head. Mm. Right. Yeah. Which is kind of works based salvation. That's right. So what, so what was so free and I'll always remember this. Okay. When this young man caught the reality of Romans 6, 23 and John 5, 24, Mm. when Jesus says, whoever hears these words of mine and believes him who sent me has eternal life and we will not be condemned. He has crossed from death to life. Mm. This young man just lit up like I've never seen anybody light up. <laughs> I'm serious, man. He, he just yeah. got so excited about the beautiful truth of the right. gospel. All right. And, and the cool thing is I think it, then it, and it clicked and I said, Hey, JT, are you going, you think you're going to struggle with sin beyond like after we have this conversation, he's like, he kind of looked at me like, yeah, I probably will. Okay. Okay, cool. Me too. I said, what's that going to do to your percentage? Mm. That's a great question. And he thought about it. That's a great question. And he said, he kind of looked at me kind of like asking, but like he thought he he said, it's not going to change. I was like, it's not going to change. Yeah. And he got it. He, he had Mm. accepted the gift prior to that, but there were things in his life, whether he was doing or not doing probably a little both, just like anybody. Right. But he, he realized the gospel. My point, I had so much fun with that conversation. Oh yeah, man. And, I was fearful going to campus that day. Yeah, bro. Like I knew, I I knew it was like God was just just go to campus, just go to the bell tower, yeah, see what happens. Yeah, I got, but you know what? Right. Be strong and courageous was in That's my right. mind. We go out there, we ask the question, and Change this young it. man, yeah. we we just have a great. I have fun. Yeah, and I feel like we got to remind ourselves that life is always better when we obey. And, and I and I want to add this to here, Justin. Some people think like if I if I could just stay out of the battle, if I just don't. I won't get my hand. I just won't get my hands dirty if I just mm-hmm. stay out of battle. But I, what I tell students and people all the time, if you follow Jesus and obey, there's going to be suffering. That's right. If you don't, there's going to be suffering. Mm. You just got to choose what suffering you want. That's good. One will crush you. The other one, you will see God's glory because mm-hmm. he'll help you hold the suffering up. That's good. So, man. yeah. Yeah. What's the yeah. verse? All who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus. It's just going to happen, persecuted. man. It's just going to happen. A good so you got to you got to be willing to suffer on one of the ends because you're going to suffer if you don't share. <laughs> you so you do that's right, man. Right. That's good, man. Yeah. Can I give him one more piece of encouragement? Please, too? man. I, that was my I was about to say, look, let you, me give you one more yes, piece of encouragement. I'll, please. I want to hear it. Keep this understanding. OK. That nobody can share the message of God and the gospel like Jesus. Nobody mm. can share it. But here's <laughs> the illustration I give. All right. So my my daughter, Vary was like two years old. My wife had started training her to clean her room okay and so we'll leave and let her do her thing and, and she say daddy mommy come in <laughs> and we'll come in the room and it'll be a disaster in there <laughs> she actually made the room worse it was terrible did she think she had actually she, cleaned, but she, she thought she was convinced she was convinced that she did the most pristine job and she and so daddy <laughs> picks good. up on her shoulder i picked her up on my shoulders and i put her on my shoulders i say i'm so proud of you mm. i am so proud of you and i march oh, out to good, the kitchen man. and get gummies and stuff like that but my wife will go right back behind my daughter and clean the room exactly like she wants it mm. that's good, now here's man. the deal all right here's what Let's i love is that every time I go and try to reach somebody for Jesus, mm. I make it worse for him. Mm. I make it worse for God. Mm. I make the wor- situation worse. <laughs> 
But when I leave, the Holy Spirit comes back behind that's me and clean up what I messed up. That's so good, man. And that's something we didn't even get into. But you're right. So many people mess also, it up. people also fear like I'm gonna say something wrong. You're not gonna I'm mess like, it up. Man, I've heard stories of people who like memorize this perfect, flawless right. presentation and just nothing. Right. And then stories of people who are just like bumbling and fumbling and stumbling. I know and it. People coming to Jesus all over the place Dude. because the Holy Spirit yes. is like God God is not that's such a I'm Thank you. And that is encouraging because I do think a fear is a, the unknown of what happened. B I'm not going to know what to say, or I don't know yeah. my presentations. Like, no, man, this is yeah. not, I love that because you're right, man. God is not asking or he is so pleased that we're right. just in the game. Yeah. He's so pleased that we're just coming right. to him and saying, Hey, I'm, I'm trying, like I'm, right. I, I'm doing the best I can. And <laughs> maybe it's not, you know, and, and when people say, when people say, man, I'm just not the man. I say, I, say, I look at him, I say, Man, you sound just like Moses. <laughs> I say, man, you know what I'm saying? You like, find somebody else. You look just like I say. That's, you sound just like God. Really God's, good. I say, as a matter of fact, you the bur- you the perfect candidate because God's power is made perfect in your oh, weakness. That's good. You done messed up by saying you, I'm not the person. <laughs> Thank that's you for exactly telling me that. Why you are the person? <laughs> exactly. That's good, man. Yeah. Well, bro, so, I appreciate yeah. you, man. Thank you for for doing this today. Right. Do you have anything else that you want to share with our listeners or? Man, about if, this topic or anything else, honestly. If anybody want to reach me or go on my Facebook page, okay. I mean, I do a lot. I mean, I probably I don't know how many people on there I engage, and I'm not doing that to. I try to work on myself to make sure I'm not doing that with pride, but I want to really help people. Absolutely, and let God no, just good, deal man. with my pride. Okay, so what? Let's make you it know? practical. What What is the Facebook page they can go to? All right, so it's my name, and um, my dad is from Nigeria, my mom's from the United States, so I'm African American. <laughs> no, I'm just playing, <laughs> but, uh, but it's it's it's. It's my Facebook page is T A R V O R I S. So let me just say, break it down here. T is in Tom, A is in Ark, R is in Rick, uh, T A R V, V is in Victor, O is in Odd, T A R V O R I is in Igloo, S is in Sam. Yeah. Last name U, U is in U Hall, Z is in Zebra, U Z O, O is in Odd, I is in Igloo, G is in Goat, and W is in Weird. And E is an Edward. Nice. So. Man, I'm pr- I, I spelled it right. I was getting worried. <laughs> Tavares, T-A-R. Right. V-O-R. Yeah. I-S. Man. U-Z-O-I-G-W-E. Man, I wish you. If Come I had, on. If I had to be a white guy, I want to be you. Come on. <laughs> no. Nah, Are you kidding? Right, so, so you, is it, and they can just look that up on Facebook. Yeah, and just look that's up on a, Facebook. Okay. And it's and a myriad of videos, man. I okay. share with rich people, poor people on the streets, okay. kids, teenagers. Awesome. Okay. It's all on there. So, well, man, I encourage you guys to check that out, and yeah. you will be encouraged to CT doing that, and just uh, and you may get that is a training in this sense, just watching other yep. people do it. Right, uh, that could be really helpful. And so, I appreciate you sharing that. And one more thing, yes, sir. People say, man, how do you learn how to share the gospel? T, I said, go share the gospel. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> just do go, it. Man. Just go do it. Yeah, just do it. Go just do be it. the woman at the well. There man. you go. Just, yeah, just it, go do it. We ain't got to make it complicated. Nope. You gotta make it complicated. You'll learn how as you go. Talk you, about talk yeah. about what you've seen and heard. Yep, that's it. What that's what it. have you seen and heard? There Share that. There you go. Share that. It's gonna be good. Well, God bless you, my friend, yep. and God bless you, listeners. I want to encourage you to share the podcast if it's enjoying, uh, if it's a if it's a joy to you, if it's encouraging and challenging you. Uh, let people know about it. We want to encourage uh, more listeners to tune in so that they can hear awesome stories and testimonies like. Tavara share with us today. So T, my brother, I love you. I respect I love you. Too, you. 
proud of you, man. You're a product uh, you, of my spiritual you, growth, brother. You spur me on, man. So this has been a big blessing. Uh, thank you guys for listening in. Uh, we've got more episodes lined up, and we're excited to get those out to you. Until next time, I want to encourage everyone to stay connected to church, connected to each other, and mm. most importantly, connected to the God we love and serve. God bless.